You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. Spectres, welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here with my good buddy N7, the legend. And it is a new year, my friend. Happy New Year. It is. You know, uh, at the time we're recording this, it's December 30th. But by the time this episode is live, it will be 2023. And uh, I was just talking with our patrons that we have here uh, that I, like many other people, am hoping for an even bigger and better year to come. Yes. Yes. So real quick, before we get too far into this, we will be discussing who we would invite to our holiday parties. If you could pick three people across all the Mass Effect games and doesn't time and space doesn't matter. If you just pick, pick three people and stick them in a room together, what kind of party that would be? That's the topic for today. But before we get into that, just a huge thank you to everybody who has supported the show for the last year. 2022 was an amazing year for the show. We've continued to grow and we have our patrons, you guys are a huge part of that and everybody who listens to the show everyone who's shared it all of you thank you so very much for supporting us and and helping us make this a thing and it keeps going and we really do appreciate that so i just wanted to say that at the front thank you so much um but here we have a bunch of people a bunch of patrons to welcome to the show tonight so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to read through all of your names and then i'm going to count to three so make sure when i'm counting to three that you unmute yourself and everyone is going to say what you would say to the three people to welcome them to your party got it here we go. We've got Psych, Spectre J, Turbo Toboggan, Mike, Apollo, Evil Ducky, Garrison, and Genesis. Welcome to the show, everybody. Three, two, one. Make sure you're unmuted. And. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of. Hey, what's up? Hey, hi. Very cool. Everybody, um, thank you for joining us. And uh, man, happy new year. This is like the end of the year. This is going to be so much fun. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick this off. Who would like to go first and tell us which three people, and it doesn't have to be companions only, it can be anybody, good people, bad people, crazy people, whoever. And then also describe the kind of party you would throw. So, Turbo, I saw your hand up. Did you want to start us off? Um, mine really isn't a party. It's more of a, I just want to talk to them. Okay. So, three people in the room to just get together and kind of hang out and talk. So, real low-key yeah. party. Okay. Well, um, I would want Harbinger. Okay. <laughs> so- so- Sovereign. Uh-huh. And the, and the Elusive Man. Wow. Okay. Harbinger Sovereign and the Elusive Man. So, okay. So, and this is like, where is this at? Is this at your home? Are you at a bar? Well, they wouldn't fit in my home. Outside your home? Outside my backyard. Right. Like, are you hanging out like in the backyard? Like with a megaphone so I could, I could talk to the, to the Reapers. Uh huh. Okay. All right. I don't want them. I don't want them in my head. I don't need them in my head. That'd be bad. Sure. Sure. Got it. Um, Okay. Uh, and why, why is, why are these the three you're choosing to bring to your backyard to have a get together? I've always wanted to know what it's like for the villain and stuff. Like I, I, w- I want them to be able to get it off their chest. What it feels like to make all these plans and to have one guy 
Stop you. That's <laughs> I've been posted in chat. That, that's how re- it always goes in the movies. And I, I always wanted to know what's the villain feel like to have made all these plans over all this time and just have one guy. And, and when Shepard starts out, he's, he's just like a technically a regular soldier or anyone that's been in, in seven things. Then he becomes the, the uh, first human specter. And that's when it becomes big. But at the very beginning, it's just one regular old soldier throws a wrench in all your intergalactic take over the destroy the world plans. Right. Yeah. So uh, and Seven Legends says uh, Reaper barbecue. <laughs> um, so, OK, so let me get this straight. You're going to get a bunch of these bad guys, put them in your personal backyard and then rub in the fact that one human was able to stop them. And you expect to walk away from this? <laughs> I don't know if Reapers can get drunk, but no, I want to get them shit face <laughs> drunk. I want to get them all shit face drunk, and I want them just to be able to relieve themselves. Because no offense, they're going to disappear after the party's over with. Wait, like pee in your backyard? Huh? You said re- relieve themselves? Like That sounds explosive. Mm. I, I, my backyard it, it opens up into the bayou, the bayou <laughs> so... If they lose their shit or throw up, I hope they throw up that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. I know it'd be destruction of thing, but I got a giant waterway going off my back porch. There's a long stretch for them to just shoot the laser off. <laughs> they get really pissed or just shoot off in the air. But uh-huh. hopefully there's not too much property damage. But I would, I've always wanted to know what a villain would do if they're just like, they're like, they're all alone. They're like, I can't believe I lost to one dude. Like get it off their chest, and I just uh, that has to be interesting to hear their thoughts. This is this sounds very dangerous to me. What do you guys think? Who wants to chime in here? Who who has some thoughts on this? Feel free to just go ahead and jump in. So to get, you're going to need about four million gallons of alcohol to get these people <laughs> drunk, based on their size. If it so even you works, want to take way. that into consideration. Yeah, yeah, it's an expensive party. If you're in bio country, though, it may not be a problem. You'll probably be indoctrinated by the end of the party, too. Do you think they can be fully drunk with just pure gasoline? <laughs> you gonna douse no, them? you got to get you got to get some moonshine. You're like, you got to go get some, the shiners. And then that's like what I give the elusive man because he drinks a lot. So he has to have a high alcohol tolerance. But give him moonshine, but just give the reapers a, a, a gas. uh Back up two trucks and they just chug two trucks. Maybe they'll get drunk. Oh my God. Can you imagine a Reaper shotgunning an entire truck? Well, isn't like ethanol gas basically ethanol alcohol? It's, yeah, they're, they're like chemically very similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say the size of the Reapers uh, and, and hot Harbinger is much larger, but a truck would be like like a uh, not even a shot glass to them it would be like a thimble it's true of alcohol it's true it would be very very small you're right. looking at this the wrong way okay so uh, i don't know about all of you but i don't usually provide the booze so if you make this a byob party then they're going to be bringing reaper levels of alcohol mm. Mm. yeah do we have any lore about the reapers drinking or consuming like well, they're robots i mean maybe right. you just walk a nine volt on them and it'll do the same thing well it'll probably be like more of a tesla but you know just rub it on them or something maybe maybe well here let's and if, oh go and ahead if there anything, they did to take the human to make him so they gotta be a little bit organic aren't they a little bit organic though because then they aren't they made from what they do like cause they made the human yeah. rebirth so that has some human in it so what would do the reapers have whatever the reapers are based on i can never i, I don't remember i Right. Is there how much of it is biological component like deep down in there somewhere? Right. Like, yeah. So can we get that drunk? (laughs) Maybe. I guess you're going to find out. It seems who wants to go to this party? Who would be like, yes, I'm going to go to this this party. I definitely and we're getting a lot of no's. A lot of shaking heads. Yeah. Well, it's it's like the Wild West. You check your guns at the door. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good luck. And they're trustworthy. You you can you can uh, you can rely on them to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, man, this we're kicking this off with a real this is a really crazy party. I don't know if we're going to get a crazier one, but Turbo this I mean, you're going to have people thinking about this and (laughs) I I wish you good luck on uh, surviving this party. Um, (laughs) Who wants to go next? Let's 
Let's roll this on to the next person. Who's got an idea of what party you're going to throw? Apollo. Apollo wants to jump in. All right. So my party is not going to be nearly as crazy as Alan. It's going to be much more chill. Just friends kind of hanging out, have a game room going in this room, maybe a tabletop in the other room. People can watch TV, whatever. So I'm going to first two, I'm going to invite. I'm going to go pretty stereotypical probably, but I'm going to go Garris and James because I picture them. So the way that Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen and the 40 year old virgin could sit there and play games and just go at it for hours at a time back and forth. I feel like I could leave. I feel like I could leave Garris and James in this room right here and let them play video games. And they would just bro out for hours and hours and hours. And I could just, people just keep walking, walk in for a few minutes, be entertained by their banter. You know, you know, they love call of duty. So Absolutely. they're going to they're going to have a good time and they're going to make everybody else have a good time. And my third choice isn't nearly as exciting. It's just because this is my favorite character from any game. So anytime I can hang out with her, I'm going to take it. And that's I'm going to invite Edie because I just love Edie. I just want her around anytime I can have her around. Do you think Edie would watch them play the video games for like a few minutes and then integrate all of the mechanics and then say, you know, hand me the controller and then just oh, kick everyone's butt and destroy them. She would, just, yeah, she would just blow them away and they'd be like, well, okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So you would have like a hangout and play video games party with your bros and Edie. Well, there's there's females around too, but I mean, just sure. chill. This These are the three that you definitely want to make sure crazy. can attend. Right. There right. will be alcohol involved, obviously, but just friends. Nothing, nothing too out of control. Just a good time where I know I'm not going to wake up the next morning and my house is going to be destroyed. Right by a drunk reaper. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and seven. What do you what do you think about this one? Uh, I think it sounds I think it sounds fun, but if I was going to invite Edie to play video games, uh, I would be nervous that everyone else would be like, you can't ask the AI to play video games with that. This is literally cheating. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's about as cheatery as you can possibly get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AI's got hacks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, See, I'm not the best first person online shooter game player, so she's my uh she's my backup i'm bringing her in with me so i can be that person that sits in the background saying go get them and you know yeah or you could change it up on them and just be like all right enough call of duty we're playing among us or what if you made them play mass effect and they were like this isn't how this actually happened (laughs) they all like play jackpot (laughs) jackbox games there you go let's open this up who has who has some questions or thoughts about this party who wants to chime in? Turbo wants to chime in. Would that be a way to like, wouldn't that like fry uh, E's brain? It's like made her play a mass effect. It's like, am I real? <laughs> Which is the real Edie? Me or the one in the mass effect? Because technically they're both bits of code. So it's like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think the whole making them play the game. Like it's, if you were to do a Mass Effect movie, it would be hilarious if there was like a, a place where like by the events of the later Mass Effects, like somebody had created a video game about like the heroes of the conflict and gotten the stories out all wrong. That I think that would be really funny. Well, they do. They do reference reference something called the vids, which is probably uh, propaganda films made by the Alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could always show them that. Yeah. Yeah. To have like a video game equivalent of that would be would be pretty funny. So anyone else have any thoughts or questions about this one? Jen? I want to see N7 at this party to see who can throw knives better, Garrus or you. Ah, that so that is a reference for everyone who doesn't know. I play a lot of Call of Duty, uh, but when I do, I always use the knife and throwing knives uh, because it's fun and it gives me a challenge. And it's also a, a hilarious way to get people angry. Yeah, nobody wants to be killed with a throwing knife. Yeah, no, because, yeah. I mean, you can't react to that. Right. <laughs> it's right. just an instant death. And if you get good enough, which I've perfected this skill over many years of practicing <laughs> with it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think Garrus might still have me beat, though, if the controller could fit in his hands. Yeah. Do you think they'd have like different controllers for different races? Oh, definitely. Oh, my because God. Because they have to be ergonomic, right? Yeah. That's why That's why we have the controllers that we have. Right, because they fit in uh, our human hands. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I totally didn't think about that. All right. Who wants to go to this party? 
Who's going to Apollo's party? A lot, oh, like everybody. Everyone's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go play video games with everybody. That sounds great. All right. Apollo, you have a very popular party. Congratulations. Any last thoughts on this one? No, oh, you're muted. Try to try. Uh, there okay, you I go. The it's all right. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm making this a fun, chill party that everybody everybody can come and go as they please and have a good time at. No danger of death, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, well, good. unless somebody gets really mad because they're losing. Right, but well, hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, too many drinks and uh, why'd you knife me again? N seven and then N seven his head is going through the window. Um, yeah, cool. All right. So we got we got a really dangerous party. We've got a really chill party. Who wants to go next? All right, Mike. Okay, so I like the kinds of parties that are like very high energy and like leaning towards rager, but before things get out of hand. Okay. I think we can all agree is a very, very difficult point to get to. And then is very precarious to, to kind of maintain that level without things dying off or progressing and uh, uh, your house exploding. You're describing the awesome zone, which is like balancing on the edge of a knife. Yes. The awesome yes. zone, right? Not too yeah. much, but not too little. Just right there. Precisely. Yes. So number one on my list is going to be Morden Solis. Morden is going to be crucial early in the party for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, uh, he's a performer. Uh, Gilbert and Sullivan stuff is often the kinds of things that you would sing at like a, in a, a parlor situation. You know, think uh, some rich person's giant living room where they are uh, entertaining people. Uh, and he's also, I, I know as a performer myself, that people who love the spotlight are very, very uh, good at parties early on, even when they don't know a lot of people. But Morden does know a lot of people from his STG days, and he's seen some shit. So he's not going to be, it's not going to be a stuffy party. He still, I think, uh, knows how to put him back and knows how to have fun with uh, uh, basically any group of people. Uh, he's, he would also be crucial uh, in case anybody starts throwing up or whatever. It's it's just it's reassuring to everybody <laughs> to have a medical professional on hand. Sure. Hey, d- uh, double benefit there. Exactly. Number two would be Jack. Jack becomes very important later in the party for a number of reasons. Uh, she can drink a lot and it doesn't affect her at all, which is going to encourage other people to let their hair down and drink, even if they can't keep up with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if Jack doesn't have hair. Exactly. Right. Uh, she is uh, the life of the party, likes to dance and everything. But here's the important part. She's not destructive and she's very protective of her friends. This is important because I think a lot of us uh, have parties. And then the next day you're like, oh, my God, my house is destroyed. And somebody uh, put a hole in my Ikea uh, compressed particle board table. I can't host, host parties that often. It's going to be a whole thing. So she's going to encourage people to really live it up. But if she sees people doing things like not recycling their bottles, leaving doors so my cat's going to get out, uh, stuff like that, she will, you know. Putting a biotic field in front of a screen porch before somebody walks through it. Yeah. Make sure make sure everybody has a lot of fun, but minds their P's and Q's. The third person I'm going to invite to the party uh, is a bit of a selfish request, and it is the clerk at Serenus Applications in uh, the Citadel on Mass Effect 2. I just think he's a really nice guy with a great attitude. It seems easy to talk to, and I don't have a lot of excuses to like try to hang out with him outside of uh, shopping on the Citadel and uh, going to Serenus Applications, so it's just kind of like trying to weasel my way into a friendship there when I don't really have anything else to bond over that's amazing i was hoping we were going to get some just like random npcs that are just like you know just from some corner of the game somewhere so you're just like it seems like a cool dude you should come to the party you know a lot of i'm sure you know people from from work or wherever where you're like i don't really have a reason to talk to them Mm -hmm. but maybe if we get invited to the same party then i can weasel my way into being friends with that person yeah making friends as an adult is hard right exactly. <laughs> like it's just not easy but hey she comes to the party all right cool we'll get a chance to hang out all right so okay so morden jack and then what was the guy's name 
Uh, I don't know if he has a name. Uh, okay. Actually, I think he does. I can't remember what it is. Uh, but he's the Solarian who works at uh, Sarinus Applications. Okay. All right. Um, all Mass Effect 2. All right. Well, let's open this up. What do you guys think about this party? I mean, you, you've structured this out very well in a, like, I like, I like the possibility of um, Morden performing for everybody as well. What do you guys think? Who wants to chime in? Any thoughts on this one? I think Morden's an excellent choice because I think if you tell Morden a week ahead of time about the party, he's going to basically memorize every drink that's ever been made. And you got a bartender right there who's probably going to be more than happy to make literally any drink anybody asks for. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do a Morden voice because I would have done a, just a little Morden bartender clip right there, but I can't. Um, yeah, I think you're right about that. Any other thoughts on this one? No, nobody else. Oh, Jen. I'm always down to party with Jack, so I'd show up. Yeah, you know, you know, if Jack's showing up at a party, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit amped up. I think Jack could easily antagonize Morden into coming out of his shell a little bit more, which would be nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, evil Ducky. Do you want to chime in? I wanted to add, I think that Jack 100% has, would run outside and chase your cat down the street energy if they did get out. So I totally agree with having Jack there for cat safety. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I would trust her with cats. Yeah. Yeah. Or she could just like, you know, like grab the cat with biotic powers and float it back to you or something. So that, that would work as well. All right. Who wants to go to Mike's party? Who's down with this one? We're getting some hands oh, yeah. up. Some people are kind of eh. Oh, so eh. why? Let's open this up to the answering the why. Why not? Why not question? Who? I don't know. Psych was kind of eh, turbo. Kind of. Eh. What do you guys think? Not your kind of thing. A little too crazy. Yeah, just not my kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Turbo, your party seemed like it might get a little bit crazy. Is this a different kind of crazy? He's not unmuted yet. There we go. I was hoping mine would be more of a discussion. I don't, I'm not really good at parties. Got it. Got it. But I, I would go. I just, I, I would just be the person in the corner creeping kind of probably a creep until I eventually got comfortable enough, I guess. Well, if Jack brought her Varen, you could always hang out with the Varen. <laughs> yeah. That was where I invited our two Solarian friends is because they they seem like the kind of people who could talk to anybody about anything. Like uh, the guy in the Citadel is one of the only shopkeeps who like uh, really encourages conversation with you, but it's coming from him. It's not coming from you prodding, you mm. know? And so the, I think that they would do all the legwork conversation wise. Right. The extroverts who get the room really moving for anybody else who's not as extroverted. All right. Well, cool. I mean, this seems like a an interesting party for sure. Um, I have to wonder if you could keep it on that little awesome in the awesome zone. How well that'll work out. All right. Who wants to go next? We've got uh, Spectre J. Spectre. Hey, uh, so I got my three people that I just know that I definitely would want to hang out with. And I mean, maybe it's a little cliche, but that's going to be Rex, Grunt and Garrus. Okay. Wow. Okay. So where, like, what is this party? Like, where are you at? So it's, I grew up with a family, you know, 50 acre farm, 4th of July party at my property. Ah, you know, just guns, beer, fireworks. I feel like that would be right up all of their alleys and mine as well. So (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I would imagine you need to make sure you have wide doorways to fit. Oh, it's outside. Um, Yeah, but like if they have to go inside to use the restroom or something. (laughs) (laughs) um, All right, so why why these three? Just because you like them? You're just like, yeah, it would be cool to hang out with them. Yeah, I mean, Krogan's are like number one in my book. You know, it was like from the very first Mass Effect, it's the first time you meet Rex and it's like, do you want me to arrest you? And it's like, I want you to try. I was like, all right, I can, I can, <laughs> I can get along with that guy right there. Uh-huh. And growing to know grunt through mass effect too. It's just like, I love him. And then Garrus has been uh, my go-to on every single mission. And it's like, I feel like I'd be doing him 
dirty. <laughs> like you're my best friend in the game and you're going to be my best friend in real life too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're outside, are, do you have like party games going on out there for them? Um, probably the shooting range. Yeah. I was know, thinking uh, maybe, maybe, maybe even just putting bottles up on a fence and then just having them compete to see who can like, yeah, there would definitely be some competition between those three. Oh, absolutely. It would be a shooting competition an eating competition and then a drink. competition. <laughs> nice. Nice. All three. That sounds great. Okay. Trifecta. What was that? The trifecta. The trifecta. Yeah, absolutely. I, I no, this, this sounds like, um, sounds like a, a good time. Um, who has any thoughts on this one? Who has, has any questions or, or thoughts about this party? Let's open this up. How much Tannerite would be there at the party? <laughs> um, an unhealthy amount. <laughs> so any other thoughts on this one? I'd love to. Oh, uh, let's start with Mike. I heard Mike first. Mike. Uh, one good thing about our Krogan friends, as as we saw in the Citadel DLC, is that they like to party hard, but they're able to keep it contained. You know, they're going to headbutt each other, but they're not going to turn around and headbutt somebody who who uh, doesn't want to get involved in that. Couldn't take a headbutt from a Krogan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jen? I was like, I would love to be a judge at these competitions, just watching all of that, like, restrained uh ferocity uh-huh. because grunt and rex are some of my favorites and garris is my favorite so it's just like yeah that's that's a good party and poor little grunt he can go get drunk and sit in the shower at the end of the night oh no i think garris would win the shooting competition probably but uh, the others would have a better chance of winning like the eating or drinking competitions. I feel like in my, so my head canon for this is when each one of them wins one of the competitions and then you need a fourth competition to like prove who's the best of all three of them. And then it's like a dance off or something because by that point they've just had a lot to drink and you're just like, and then you get to see them all dance, which would be amazing. So, all right, Spectre J, this, this sounds fun. Like, who wants to go to this party? Who's who's on board for hanging out at Spectre J's ranch thing with a bunch of bunch of bros? All right, a bunch of hands on that one. Cool, cool stuff. All right, guys, these have been awesome, and I love how diverse they are. This is this is so much fun. I did this with some of the other shows too, and, and there's just so much diversity of what kinds of parties and who you're going to bring and what reasons why. Um, very cool stuff. But we need to take a break and thank you guys and our other patrons and read a review so we'll be right back save big money when you start your next project today at menards convert your current recessed lighting with energy saving led downlights from fight electric they're bright and install easily in just minutes they also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch save big on all fight lighting products now at menards shop our lighting options today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that. All right, we're in the middle of the show, and this is where I get to thank our patrons who have been amazing this year. So once again, thank you so very much for the support in 2022. And here's to another wonderful year of this podcast as we move forward. Uh, Sam and I are are excited about where things are going to go this year and some of the things that we've got planned. So hope you guys plan to stick with us. Um, But thank you to all of our patrons, you guys, everyone who's here currently, and our new patrons, Devin A., Bon Diesel, and Garrison S. And Garrison's here with us as well. Um, So thank you to all of you guys for for joining on the Patreon and all 73 of our patrons as well. Thank you so very much. And our shepherd tier patrons, Kolkashins, Kira C, Lieutenant Tosino, uh, Shep Valkyrian, Spectre J and William. Thank you so much to you guys. You get shout outs every week. And if you're interested in joining us for 2023, getting on board for ad free episodes, t-shirts, chats like this one, go to patreon.com slash mass effect lorecast. Check out all the different tiers. 
And if you'd like to help us out in another way, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts like this one from Jay the Welder in the United States who wrote, Spoken like a true Krogan, I have been playing this game for well over 10 years since the original trilogy came out, and I've been played it numerous times over, and every time I play it, I will choose a different path and experience something new that I haven't done in the last playthrough. I will have to admit I was worried because I thought I was coming up on the inevitable <laughs> inevitable that I have done everything and experienced everything. That was until I found this podcast and then I was like, but wait, there's more. I'm a truck driver and my days start at 5 a.m. every morning and by 5.05 I have one of your podcasts going on my headset and helps the day go by. The two of you have done an excellent job and the task at, uh, uh, with the task at hand, and I hope that you continue to do so, or I will raise the maw hammers and summon Kalros. So, <laughs> yours truly, Erdnot J. Erdnot J, that is amazing. Thank you so much for that review. And um, everybody else who this year has taken time to drop a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever other platform you have, if you can do that, or a rating on Spotify, all of that is extremely helpful. And um, before we go any further, Sam, is there anything else you want to add during the middle of the show? Yeah, uh, you know, 2022 was a meteoric rise in support for our podcast that we really started just as a way to talk about a game that we love. And it's been humbling watching uh, Mass Effect fans come out of the woodwork and and kind of find our passion project and uh, join our community. And I just want to say thank you to everyone. Uh, because, you know, when we started this, I wasn't sure if we were even going to ever make money from it. Um, and now, you know, money aside, I'm still looking forward to every week putting out a new lore episode and talking about the lore. And I've learned a lot along this process, too. And part of the reason that we've been able to do this for almost 100 episodes now has been because of you guys. I don't know if we would still be doing this if there wasn't the uh, truly humbling level of support from this community, uh, including the people here. Yeah, getting get, I mean, even just getting positive responses, he's watching conversation happen on the discord, like just the community and people, you know, enjoying a thing you make is amazing. And the fact that more and more people are continuing to find it is just like super motivating. When we started, I didn't know if anyone would want to listen to my voice, uh, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, and that's before I started, you know, my job in radio now. Uh, but and now I, I've seen some people write in forums or or in discord, you know, that they've listened to each of our episodes multiple times and the download numbers support that. Uh, so there, there must be some people doing that. Um, and that's baffling to me. Uh, it's absolutely baffling to me that anyone would do that. So if, if you've done that, thank you so much. Uh, you're, you're crazy. You're Krogan. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and thank a few you of so them, much uh, for that support. A few of them think we're funny too, which is good. That's nice. All right. <laughs> it's misguided, but thank, <laughs> but thank you. All right. We've got more to chat about with our patrons, so we're going to move on, but thank you all for your support. Here we go. Spit it out, or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right, so here we are. We're back, and we've got more patrons with their parties. Who would like to go next? Uh, Genesis. Genesis, what kind of party are you throwing, and who's who's coming? Yeah, so I'm not the big house party type of girl. Uh, I would rather chill in the backyard and with a barbecue, something along those lines. But when my friends and I really want to get out and go out together, we go to karaoke. So I'm going to have a karaoke party. Nice. Okay, so who's coming to your karaoke party? Yeah, I'm going to have Garrus. Because that voice could probably very easily transition over to singing. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting to hear the vocal flange and see how he can manipulate that Mm. even further when it comes to like a good ballad or even like some. I want to hear Garris sing Britney Spears. Yeah, that's what I want. You're you're, you're jumping in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was going to start asking you like who what song are they singing? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) hit me baby one more time by Garris. You know, Toxic came up in okay, my head. Toxic. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go with that. Jack. I need Jack there because she is going to be my hailstorm. She is going to be my female power ballad rocker and just like, rah, 
and mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, she's so singing "I Love Rock and Roll" or something, right? Ooh, yeah. Joan Jett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I could, you know, I think Jack, if she were at a karaoke place, I think she might be the kind of person who would like get so into it she would break something, like a table or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> She could. I could totally see her accidentally breaking a table. Um, for my third person, I want my sappy crooner, the man who is going to sing love songs to me, and that's going to be Caden. Okay. All right. So do you have a love song in mind? Um... I'm thinking old school. Um, My heart will go on. <laughs> no, no. no, more. Um, um, what is his? Ugh, please steal this out of my brain. The the guy who's known as the crooner, the Rat Pack, the Sinatra. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's going to like fly you to the moon or something. Yes, fly, fly me, me to, to the moon. The moon That's perfect for Caden. Yeah. That, okay. Nice. Nice. This sounds like a cool party. I like this. I like. I like hitting them in this different setting. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. Who? Uh, let's open this up. Anybody else have any questions or thoughts about this one? Specter. Picture is uh, Jack just blackout drunk classic karaoke song just girls just want to have fun and just like that grungy rocker style yes i can see jack singing uh the cranberries zombie (laughs) like the heavy one or the other ones (laughs) zombie zombie okay yeah (laughs) would anyone other than warden be that person who tries to do musical theater songs at karaoke Oh no, that's me. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> the musical theater, and also like very, I'm very Disney when it comes to the karaoke. I don't know how many times I have sung songs from Encanto. Yeah. Nice. So. Nice. All right. Um, who wants to go to this party? This sounds. I'm like, I'd go to this. This sounds fun. Yeah, I think almost everybody. All right. Cool. I, I would just want headphones for when everyone eventually gets really drunk and starts singing off key. <laughs> but see, you're drunk too, and so therefore it doesn't sound off key to you. You're just seeing your friends having fun. It's just all about the energy at that point. Mm-hmm. You are also assuming that you're starting on key. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, you're assuming that we didn't start drinking before singing. <laughs> they pre-gamed. Nice. All I can... Eris just singing let it go now she's talking about disney songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so well this sounds this sounds really cool i think this would be a fun party and a very unique direction to take this in so um some awesome stuff who wants to go next anybody oh uh, i saw evil ducky I saw evil ducky's hand evil ducky what kind of party are you doing who's coming Okay, so I am a fan of a pub crawl, uh, mostly because I love St. Patrick's Day. It's one of my favorite holidays to actually go out and do something. So I would do pub crawl. And with this, I have to have Zaid because I feel like Zaid on a pub crawl serves multiple purposes. Like he's your bouncer, but he also will make sure that nobody's putting anything in your drink. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like Zaid is, is absolutely the necessity for the pub crawl. And then I have to have my girl Tally with me because it's Tally and seeing Tally get drunk is my favorite part of the Citadel DLC. It just, it, that's my favorite part of it. And then last I would pick, um, Garrus, because Garrus and Zaid together are hysterical. And I feel like the two of them together on a pub crawl going to a bunch of Irish bars, it would be the funniest thing to witness for me personally. Yeah, I, okay, I'm i trying to picture this and I see uh, because, I mean, you're talking about Irish bars, too. So there's going to be music. There's probably going to be singing at some point. It's going to happen. There's going to be uh, wackiness will ensue. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. What do you guys think about this one? Anybody have thoughts on this one? Do you have like a, a location? Are you actually like in yeah. Ireland? No, 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 no. Um, I it's in Milwaukee. If anybody knows Milwaukee at all, it's called Water Street. Uh, there's it's a very well known area, but specifically there is a bar on Water Street in Milwaukee that is three Irish bars in one building. It's called the Trinity Pub. That is where we would go. One hundred percent wouldn't even have to leave the building. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about traveling and, and doing all that. Um, man, are there other things to do at the bar? Like, would you guys be throwing darts or playing? Pool oh, yeah. Or? Throwing darts, playing pool. Maybe can maybe see. a game of poker. Doors being broken. If you're bringing Garrus and Zaid. Yes. <laughs> what is how long before you get kicked out <laughs> from, from the broken doors he, or the broken? Don't get sticks. kicked out. Was it a good pub crawl? Like, uh, no, OK, is it even a good time? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, two o'clock in the morning and then finally they're like, all right, get out. And you're like, ah, oh, fine. All right. You guys have any questions about this one? Who has thoughts on this party? Who enjoys a good pub crawl? I don't have any questions just because I think I know exactly how that would go and I would be down. <laughs> Sam's like, seems like I'm down. Sam went to a, a bar that uh, I told him about in New York and sent me pictures. That's a story from a long time ago. Um, anybody else down for pub crawls? Who wants to go on this one? I lived in Wisconsin for a few years and uh, have been to the Trinity and I can tell you that it takes a lot to get kicked out of a bar for being too drunk in Wisconsin. It does. Wow. Wow. It's a skill. Nice. Okay. I don't, I don't think I have any other questions about this. This one seems very like it's concise, right? Like you've got like this good group and like a very focused event and there you go. Boom. Is it a specific holiday you will be celebrating? St. Patrick's St. Pa on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yeah. No, this is like, this is like, you've just wrapped this up with a little bow on top. Just boop, perfect little event. I've also been to that bar on St. Patrick's Day and it is mayhem. Is it? Is it the kind of place <laughs> yeah. where it's like, how the heck do they have this many people here? Isn't there a fire code? It's yes. It's one of those places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've, I've these torn bands and play all sorts of different events played so one of the strangest events I did was in the middle of like nowhere Florida for the 4th of July for like a very southern crowd and for some reason the lady booked us to play our songs but none of these people knew who we were or liked our music at all so when we got up for our second set we were just like you guys want us to cover something and sure enough Sweet Home Alabama came up and so here we are playing Sweet Home Alabama um, all of a sudden we're a cover band asking them if they want to come up and sing with us and it was just it was the stupidest event I've ever done but yeah that's yeah I know how some of that stuff goes sometimes um all right this is this is a cool one Evil Ducky thank you for that one who hasn't gone yet we've got just a few people left we got Syke and uh Garrison I think Syke do you want to go do you want to yeah sure I'll yeah go. all right so what kind of part are you setting up uh it's a D&D party. Nice. Okay. Yep. And I've got Miranda, Tally, and Garrus. Miranda, Tally, and Garrus. And you're playing like D&D 5th edition? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, and you're imagine, the DM? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So. And I imagine like Garrus has rolled up a like pretty standard fighter because he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do much else, right? Uh -huh. And then uh, Tally's the the explorative one she's gonna do something different so she'll be like a druid or something and then i imagine miranda min maxing a, a warlock or something nice nice do you have like a a certain kind of storyline in mind some sort of campaign probably just one of the pregens yeah just just roll up a pregen yeah do you foresee miranda being an easy uh player to, to be a gm of <laughs> and playing by your rules I imagine that she'll come up with some fantastic arguments for why something should work. Mm -hmm. um, also, I imagine her going through a lot of different dice sets as they fail her. <laughs> like, there's no dice jail. There's just she biotically crushes the entire set and buys herself a new set. Nice. Nice. Yeah. These, these dice are clearly rigged. 
Next yes. one. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. So um, you've got three of them. You're on an adventure. Do you like, is this like, is this at your place? And you're like having them over to your place. You're putting out like nachos yeah. and, and like. Uh, we order pizza. Oh, you got pizza coming in? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And is this like a major, like all day long session? No, I couldn't. Uh, those sound exhausting. You know, four hour session. Okay. Four hour regular session. Yeah. Everybody come hang out. We're going to, we're going to play, you know, the beginning of your new, your new adventure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What do you guys think about this one? Let's open this up. Who wants to play D&D with Psych and the crew? Jen, Jen's like, oh, yeah. I would totally do that, but I would argue that Garrison is the seduction bard, not just a basic fighter. Oh. You, I mean, is that your projection of what you want Garrus <laughs> to be or what you really think he would try to pull off as, as a character? Um, I will cite the source of Citadel DLC when he is walking up to the bar, uh, walking to the bar, and he turns on the voice and intentionally doing it that way to play seduction points. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I will grant you that one. Maybe he's like a like a dual spec. Maybe he starts off as like a fighter kind of build, right, and then starts adding more points to like bard as like a secondary class right as he yeah, develops. He exploring and yeah. uh, discovering parts of like himself or mm -hmm. you know whatever he's like a multi-class yeah yeah i that could make have sense. to argue with uh genesis's point there with the seduction i mean we saw garris try and seduce the the female turian and <laughs> it just didn't really work out too well he rolled a one Sometimes the dice, sometimes the <laughs> dice are not on your side. All right. Who, uh, who else wants to go to this party? Anybody like, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you guys were to go to the party, what would you roll? What, what character would you roll to add to this, to this group? Cause they only have three people so far. Right. So if you were the fourth, what would you be? Feel free to just chime in. I'd go cleric. Jen's got cleric. Uh, I want to be a uh, artifice. Oh wow! Okay, an artificer. Thank you. Cool, cool. I've never played D and D, so something simple. Another fighter, it is. Sweet. <laughs> I'd probably go rogue. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering who's going to go rogue. Yeah, this party could use a rogue for sure. Apollo. I've never played either, so I would go whatever the D&D &D version of a warrior is. That's what I'll be. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, um, man. Maybe we, maybe we should set up a and d night for you guys and get you to play through it like a quick little game. Psych, I'm sure Psych could talk you through one of those. Psych, you're muted. Can you you're saying something? I was just saying, yes, of course. <laughs> of like, course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we could we could have like an. I mean, you can play D and D over the internet. Like we could totally yeah, have like yeah, a, a Discord D and D night if you guys wanted to jump in one. This sounds super. This sounds super cool. Psych. I, I like. Man, I'm telling you, everybody comes up with these different angles, different kinds of parties. This is great. This is great. So almost everybody was like, "Yeah, I'd go. I'd go." Cool stuff. Um. All right. Well, thanks for that one. Time to move on to Garrison. Garrison, are you here? Are you with yeah. us? Yeah. Yeah. I am here. Sweet. Um, <laughs> all right. It's tough to compete with those. Um, firstly, you got gotta have a uh, gotta have a good bartender. So you gotta have Matriarch Athena there. She knows how to party. Uh, plus, she's also half broken. Um, I'd probably go for like a house party sort of setup. Um, aside from that, gotta have Rex there. He's the life of the party. Um, things die down a little too much we'll just turn the living room into a shooting range and we'll have some fun that way <laughs> and uh then i gotta bring uh guess cora because she was in a sorry huntress one time uh no nah, i'm just getting um uh, i would say gotta bring astra she's my date okay all right so is this this yeah. is at your place this is a house party yeah yeah for sure all right yeah all right are you so you've got the drinks covered are you yeah. are you covering anything like what other kinds of food or appetizers? Do you have music going on? Like paint the rest of the picture with this group. 
Oh, it's gotta be, gotta be some music. It's probably gonna be a lot of that, uh, gotta be some, some Morn style music, some spell 10 going on. Um, aside from that, it's probably just going to be whatever happens in the moment. I suppose, um, we'll have to let the alcohol do the, do the party making. I, I guess. Cool. Cool. Yeah, Thea's got some good drinks. So she'll set it up to where I'm looking at everybody and they look 34 years younger or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, real, having a good bartender at like a house party is a game changer, right? Like it's one thing plus, to be like, plus, here's a bunch of beer or whatever, but it's another one to have somebody who's like the mixologist of the group. Who's just like, yeah, you guys need to try this. And everyone goes, Ooh, what's this? You know? Plus she looks like, I'm oh, sorry, but she's a Krogan. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Athena is a good choice. Uh, bringing the matriarch, yeah, she would uh, simultaneously function as the party starter and the person who's uh, being the handler for everyone. Both at the same time, double duty. All right, let's open this up. What do you guys think about this party? Anybody have thoughts on this one? Some nods, some nods. You guys like a, a good mixologist at your party, Jen? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Theta is uh, a key player in in this. I I love that idea, uh, especially because she gets me drunk enough that I wear beer goggles by the end of the night. So yay, <laughs> yay, yay! Nice, nice. This I mean, this sounds like a just solid, solid gathering, right? Like this. This isn't too crazy. This isn't too like chill. This isn't too off. You know, like uh, trying different things. This is a it just sounds like a solid party. Garrison, you got any other thoughts about this one? Any other like wackiness that ensues during it? Yeah, nothing really. Rex will, Rex will come up with most of the ideas. I would imagine. Yeah. He's, he's always got more ideas for, for how to set up a party. Do you think he did in the Citadel? Do you think your couch could hold a Krogan? Absolutely not. I would definitely need a new <laughs> couch, but that's worth it. <laughs> You're right, right. Like here, have a seat at the bar. No, those bar stools are not gonna. Yeah, my IKEA furniture is not gonna hold oh, it. Now having having Rex yeah. and Ashley at the same party might be explosive. Oh, it's gonna be great. That's that's the best part. Ashley's uh, Ashley's responsible enough to a degree, but once she lets her hair down, it's gonna be crazy. And that's always gonna be a good time. Her in the same room with a Krogan at a party. And Athena making the drinks. That's that's gonna be a chemical for disaster, and it's gonna be one wonderful to watch. It's funny with that in mind that you would want to host it at your own home. I mean, no point in damaging somebody else's place, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But I feel like at some point you're gonna end up with like, well, there's now a door here where there used to be a wall, or something like that. Um, cool, man. This is this is some good stuff. Who's who's going to this party? Everybody. Everyone's like, yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Cool. Cool. Um, Sam, did you want to have a party? Did you want to throw a party? I I actually been so So, busy thinking about everybody else's stuff that I didn't even think to set one up myself because I don't always try. Well, I'll tell you about mine. And in the meantime, you think about what you would want to do. Okay. Uh, So I would want to go to uh, a jazz club Mm. and Mm -hmm. get one of those, you know, circular booths. And it's dimly lit. You know, you've got the sepia tone lighting, maybe dimly lit. You've got the jazz that's, you know, playing, but it's not overbearing like would be at a dive bar or something. Uh, And I would want to bring Admiral Hackett, Morden and Emily Wong because uh, and I would want it to be a New Year's party uh, because I'd want to hear about all of their tales from years past. And I'm positive. So with me being a journalist, I'd want to hear all about the the stories that Emily Wong has broken. Uh, I'd want to hear all about, you know, the war stories and crazy shit. I'm sure that Admiral Hackett has done. And I would I would need to hear about the STG days of Morden, along with the crazy medical uh, stories uh, and cases of which I'm sure he's cured. Nice. So this is like a like hang out with people and get them to open up and share a bunch of stuff kind of 
kind of gets. Oh better. yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and it's a jazz club, so you're drinking, right? Uh, <laughs> it's new year's. Um, so nothing, nothing like breaking down walls, although that does sound fun. Uh, but no, for me, I think it would, it would definitely be, you know, uh, uh, cocktails with them at a jazz club, uh, would be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Anybody have any thoughts or questions for Sam on this one? Um, no, no, Jen's <laughs> no, no one's down. It's fine. Everyone's like, whatever. <laughs> I feel no, like- totally down to go sit and listen to all the stories, but I'm just trying to picture what, what type of drink Hackett would drink. I feel like he's a whiskey straight guy. Uh, yeah. Or an old Jack fashioned neat. or something, something simple. I think he yeah, drinks. Or- uh, like scotch, but he has like a boomer dad taste in scotch. Oh, no. Like, like he wild turkey. He, yeah, he thinks he's like real, real, like a real cool old man for drinking scotch. But then he's just drinking like, like Johnny Walker Black Label is what he feels is impossibly fancy. Mm-hmm. Or you know, he was he was brought up in in Buenos Aires, so he might drink you know something that was popular to South America like caipirinha. Uh, he might be a, uh, although just looking at Hackett, I, I would be surprised if he, if he drank Caipirinha. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So who who wants to go to this party? You guys all down with this one? Yeah. All right. So um, I'm, I think it was almost everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, it's always cool to hear like deep insights to things that you don't get otherwise. Right. Like. That would be cool. That would be cool. Well, All definitely. Right. And and I can only imagine how Morden and Emily Wong and Hackett coming from completely different, you know, industries, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, but all being extremely sharp uh, with and, you know, uh, in their mind, how they could play off of each other. It'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for mine? I've come up with one. We're going Let's to trivia night. This is a trivia night get together and I'm bringing some of the people who have been around a lot or, or know a lot and in order to see who wins at trivia night, I'm, uh, I'm going to bring Hackett because Hackett's been around for a while. I'm going to bring uh, Dr. Chakwas because she's smarty pants and then also the elusive man <laughs> and we're all going to go to trivia night together and we're going to see who wins. Ta-da. Well, are you playing on the same team or are you playing against each other? Individual. Everyone's on their oh, own team. Man. Yeah. Yeah, Chakwas is going to sweep that one. You think Chakwas will win? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep. The, I think the elusive man would be the typical trivia player that's way too confident in his answer. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, and he's like, I swear the answer isn't different. That's not. That's not the right answer for that. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, you just got it wrong. Yeah. You think he, Hackett? He would pay someone would in right? the crowd to like overtake the trivia master. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna take her out later in the back. Um. Uh, when you think you think a uh, Hackett would do all right a trivia, military trivia, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like military trivia, but anything else, like I cannot imagine Hackett knowing a damn thing about pop culture. Oh no, like the pop culture stuff, just like totally over his head. But things like you know maybe science, uh, history, like that kind of stuff, probably knows a lot about that stuff, right? And I I love to see those questions at trivia, but to be honest with you, you know, and I go to a lot of bar trivias or I have in the past, uh, it is by and large like 80% pop culture. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like anyway. And this is just me on a soapbox right now. That's bullshit. Right. <laughs> we got to change that. Right. Like, please, who the hell cares who married who in 2006 and what happened on TLC? Like, I just don't give a shit. Most of the people uh, go to that <laughs> bar do. <laughs> That's why they do it. Exactly. <laughs> but not you. Yeah. 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 So that'd be my party. Who wants to who wants to go to trivia night with me? Everybody want to go to trivia night? All right. Hey, I got a popular party. All right. We're all going to trivia night. This sounds great. Guys, do you think the elusive man will play fair? Because I feel like he would just bribe the trivia master to give to get the questions ahead of time. Absolutely not. But even that would be entertaining. I mean, it's just trivia night. The elusive man would be the one where they're like, okay, everybody put away your phones. No cheating by Googling the answers. He's the one trying to like not subtly check his phone (laughs) under the table to Google the answer. Right. He doesn't need to. He has Kiroshi optics. Right. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking is like, like, how do they make you take the (laughs) cyberpunk, like the cybernetics out of your own head? Like, "Mm." all right, Tim. 
Take your eyes out. <laughs> no looking anywhere. Guys, this has been super fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode. And um, any any final thoughts on any of these? If we were to, I asked this in one of the other shows, if we were to combine all of these people in one party, what do you think would happen? Admiral Hackett would get in a fist fight with the elusive man <laughs> and win. <laughs> I mean, there would be a reaper at the party too. Like Turbo started us off there. Whew. If if we like pulled them out of your universe, uh, it would end the Mass Effect universe because by the time we sent everyone back, they'd be indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We would just destroy all hope for everybody by having a party that we pull everybody into. That sounds terrible. Well, we did pull a shepherd, though. I didn't, I didn't think anyone pulled, like, a sh- shepherd, right? No, nobody mentioned shepherd. That's a well, really interesting we're point. All shepherd. I mean, we, yeah, we are kind Why of... Why we bring him? <laughs> It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Nobody mentioned Shepard. Well, I mean, huh. like, to be honest, I, I don't see Shepard as much of a partying person. They'd be constantly focused on what there needs to be done around the house and what needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Running errands for the bar back or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to see that dancing again. <laughs> well, yeah. in that scenario, if you've got stuff that needs to be done around the house, Shepard is your perfect party party goer fix everything by the end of the night there you go there you go yeah, yeah you guys you were worried about bringing the reapers to the party but that's not an issue because you guys brought the krogan the krogan's more of an issue no no they would take care of the reapers oh they would take. got it, yeah. got it. krogan just it's the answer for everything krogan look we just we all we need to do is get a couple of olympic sized swimming pools have a theta fill up with our mystery drink those little pools and then we can use the little like collector tubes they use to make the reaper and just uh get them drunk that way (laughs) okay (laughs) guys this has been awesome um i would love to hear if any of the people listening to this episode have any thoughts on this as well if you have people that you want to share on our discord or send us a you know combos and what kind of party you would run because um, there's so much creativity here i love it um we're gonna go back through and if you have something you'd like to share some other project you're working on or ways that people can reach out to you feel free if you don't have anything that's fine too just say hey thanks glad to be here um but here let's get let's just go through the order that as i can see you guys psych thanks for joining us i know you've got stuff going on yes indeed i do Uh, i've got the two podcasts i'm one of the hosts of the mcu Lorecast, where we analyze and talk about the origins of particular mcu movie and then I am one of the players for the Mass Effect Blue Shift podcast. Uh, and I play uh, dashing human agent Jack Parizo. And I flirt with everything that has a pretty face. <laughs> everything. Yes. <laughs> nice. And you can find his shows on robotsradio.net or on whatever podcast you're listening to here. You can just look those up. Thanks for joining us, Psych. Yeah, it's a blast as usual. Yeah. Spectre J, you got anything going on? No, I really don't have anything going on. I mean, I'm on I'm on the Discord hanging out with you guys all the time. I mean, I like to make like Mass Effect wood burnings. Like last year I made a couple of N7 Christmas ornaments and uh they were a big hit with the people that I uh gave them to. So I'm thinking about just making a bunch of them and putting them up on uh online somewhere. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you could sell some of those. There's all sorts of cool stuff on like people's Etsy pages and things. So yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. Hey, we'll hey, share some links Kevin. if you put them up. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And then we've got Turbo Toboggan. Turbo? Uh, you can find me on Discord, or we just had it yesterday, so eventually come out. I'm on Cyber, that's a, a Cyberpunk Patreon. That's the only things I'm on. Yep, yep. Well, it's good to talk to you again, man. Yeah. Ma- Mike, you got anything going on? Not currently, but I always plug the uh, music of Mass Effect episode of this very podcast. If you want to hear more of the dulcet tones of my voice and the dulcet tones of the Mass Effect soundtrack, go listen to that. (laughs) Right. And it might tickle you to know, Mike, you know, we put out a uh, survey a 
few weeks ago ahead of episode 100, which is coming up. It's going to be a best of episode. We're taking the best moments. And so we're outsourcing and wanting to hear from our community about what those best moments were. And just the preliminary results I've been looking at have brought up the music episode time and time again. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> means your listeners have, have even better taste than you thought they did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can play these games and not be like, yeah, the music is, is pretty freaking cool. Like, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for joining us again, Mike. Apollo? I um, don't really have anything going on, but my uh, my Mass Effect-themed fantasy football team, Liara's Shepherds, brought home the championship this year. So I got that. Awesome. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's a cool name. Well, thanks for joining us. Evil Ducky. Yeah, um, in the new year, I'm going to be restarting my long forgotten YouTube channel, which is going to have a lot of like Bioware related lore from both Mass Effect and Dragon Age on there. So cool. What's the name of the channel? Evil Ducky. (laughs) Evil Ducky. So just look up Evil Ducky on YouTube and you'll find it. Well, awesome. Good good luck with that. That's a that's a huge endeavor. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for joining us. Garrison. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I got nothing going on. I'm just a, just a guy, uh, first time on. Thanks for having me on. Hope you guys have a good new year and it was a lot of fun. Thanks, Garrison. Yeah. It was so nice to have you on here as well. Thanks for joining us. And Genesis, you're wrapping it up. Aw, I am Genesis, one half of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer, and co-host of the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we look at the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and news of the future. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us again. And again, you can check out all the shows at robotsradio.net or whatever you're listening to this. And uh, Sam, you got anything else you want to share before we head out? I am uh, I'm still streaming Mass Effect every week, you know, Thursdays and Saturdays. Uh, And so if you're interested in finding my neutral Shepard playthrough where he doesn't really care about anything one way or the other, and I'm not allowed to take any uh, interrupts at all, I have to skip all of the Paragon and Renegade interrupts, have to stay in the middle of the dialogue tree. Uh, then come by and see that. I'm playing with a first-person mod on that as well. And I am giving uh, Andromeda another earnest go. I've only played the game in its entirety through once. So this is my second playthrough that I intend to finish. Uh, So that'll be fun. Uh, Again, that's Thursdays and Saturdays. And that is on uh, twitch.tv slash n7thelegend. You can find me on Twitter at n7thelegend as well. Uh, And since we're on the topic of parties, I have my own Discord, uh, which we started as the Mass Effect Happy Hour Discord. Uh, So if you're interested in in Mass Effect D&D, like Psych had brought up, uh, we actually have a Mass Effect D&D campaign going in that Discord. uh, And everyone's welcome to join. If uh, if you listen to the show, you can find that link at my Twitch channel. Yeah, go do it. Go play some Mass Effect D&D. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, well, good luck with the, the streams. I hope that goes awesome. I hope you guys this year check out that stuff. And if you're looking for other content, of course, there's robotsradio.net because there's my other shows and a bunch of the other awesome hosts on the network. Lots of great content for going back to work this week for those of you who took some time off. Um, but thank you again for being here. And here's to a awesome 2023 and all the all the fun content we got coming for you guys but um especially patrons thank you for being here chat you guys too and we'll see you next time until then stay safe out there in the galaxy (laughs) bye guys Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.